Hi, this is Ross Fisher at P-Cubed Podcasting. Episode 4. Speaking in public terrifies me. For many of us, the hardest thing about giving a presentation is exactly that. It's giving the presentation. We can lose ourselves in constructing the greatest presentation ever so that the P1 is just incredible. The P2, our supportive media, beautiful slides, things that captivate, things that excite people. And yet when we get on stage, people can hardly hear what we're saying. P3 is an essential part of the P-cubed product. If you can't deliver on stage, then your presentation has no value. Now, the first thing to say is that it's not about getting rid of nervous tension. It's not about getting on stage fear-free. If you speak to any performer, anyone who gives a presentation, they will, if they're honest, admit to you that there is tension and anxiety in them as they give their presentation. So it's important to realise that whilst you may feel that you're terrified about getting on stage, so is everyone else. Maybe terrified is the wrong word, but we all, whoever we are, good or poor presenters, have a degree of tension within us when we start to speak. And I would suggest that that's actually a good thing, because partly it keeps us on top of our game. And the thing to do is not to try and eradicate it, but get control of it and use it for benefit. So, how do we reduce the tension in ourselves before we go on stage? I'd say the most important thing, and actually one of the things that few people do, is practice. Practice, 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 and then practice again. Because the reality is, if you have confidence in what you're about to deliver, then you will have confidence as you deliver. As you step into the spotlight, having practiced numerous times, you know what you're about to deliver. It's not going to come as a surprise to you. And whilst the audience may be real and there for the first time in your practice, what you have done will happen easily because you've done it many, many times before. I think it's important as well that we actually challenge that fear of failure. Practice will reduce that hugely because we recognise that we can, in fact, deliver the presentation that we've constructed. But I want you to think about this. Have you, as an audience member, ever wanted the speaker to fail? Really? You may have wanted some of them to leave the stage because they've been boring you, but I doubt that any of us have ever actually wanted the speaker to fail. And yet so many of us, when we step on stage, that is the fear in our hearts. The thing that terrifies us the most is that the audience are against us. The reality is quite the contrary. No audience wants the speaker to fail. They're there to listen to you. They're there to hear what you've got to say, and they want you to say it. You need to recognise the audience are on your side, not against you. Now, most of us have something that we do before we go on stage, a way that helps us to focus a little, get ourselves into the right place. The reality is no one who is an excellent performer, simply runs from the dressing room straight onto the stage and delivers their best. 
and that actually by centering ourselves, getting ourselves ready for the performance, because it is a performance, that will help you to deliver better. Some people do different things to help them out. Some people juggle, some people sit and breathe deeply, some people go to a quiet place. All of those can be affected by the nature of the presentation that you're going to give. If you're in a scientific conference and have to be set in the audience, then it can be difficult to do that. What I would suggest, though, is that you've practiced this ahead of time, so that when the speaker before you is coming towards their close, you can be getting yourself into that place that helps you to be confident. Part of it will be reflecting on the practice you've done before. Part of it will be slowing up your breathing. Part of it, I would suggest, is practicing your opening lines. Those bits that you have rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed. So that when, for real, you say, ladies and gentlemen, paediatric trauma is different to adult trauma, that takes you to that place where you've been before and you can then start to deliver. Some people really value the concept of power posing. And there is certainly a reality to the fact that the way we stand affects the way that we perform. Simply hunching over, becoming protective of yourself, will inevitably lead to you delivering in a very defensive sort of way. But standing strong with your shoulders back, your chest up, gives your body that idea that you are confident and allows you then to be more confident. It's important, therefore, that you get used to that. And some people certainly do practice this before they go on stage. Find a place where you can do a power pose, whatever that is for you, standing with your arms out wide as though you've just scored the goal that's won the competition. Hands on hips, shoulders back, head up, whatever it is that makes you feel strong and powerful. And if you get used to doing that before you go onto stage, then all it will take is for one second for you to stand up in the audience as you walk towards the podium and recognize that feeling and regain some of your power. Another really important part of preparation is having a plan B if things go wrong. I've spoken before in the blogs about what happens if your supportive media fails, but you need to know that on the day, if there's a problem, you're ready for it. And that sort of preparation goes way, way back before the walk towards the stage. You need to know that you've got a backup of your presentation, two or three of them, one in the cloud, one on a spare USB, that you've got spare batteries for your remote control, that you've checked the audio, everything related to IT is up and ready to go. And once you've done all of that, you'll be confident. But another thing to remember is that if you make a mistake, if things don't go to plan, if you maybe jump two slides and have to go back, if you get a little bit lost, the audience will not be down on you. The audience will not hate you. The audience wants you to do well. And actually, if there is a little mistake, some people even feel that the audience likes you better. Don't worry about the audience being critical because the reality is the most critical person in that audience is the person standing 
speaking into the microphone. That's ourselves. And if we were just to give ourselves a little bit more leeway, actually most of us would be less worried. So come the day of the big presentation, there's lots of things you can do to help reduce your tension. The first thing I would suggest is that you arrive early. Now by early, I would suggest the previous session to the one in which you're speaking. That will allow you to meet important people, such as the chairman of your session. Also, it's important to meet the audience and that will help you to relax. Mingle, don't hide. My best advice is to pick a good seat during the break before your talk. Sit in the front or second front row. Choose a seat at the end so that you have direct access to the stage and ensure that you know the way to the stage. Having met the chairman, they will explain how they're going to introduce you. Important things like if your name or the hospital you work at has a difficult name, help the chairman pronounce that so that things will flow freely. Make sure that you know what is expected of you. Will the chairman read out the name of your paper and then expect you to speak straight away? Or is that the time from which you should be moving from the audience? But if you've seen the previous session, you can gauge an idea of what's going on. But remember, each chairman may do things differently. Arriving early will allow you to find out what's going on and plan ahead. I've already mentioned checking with IT. These people will help you if you let them. And trust me, they have met some frightened and angry people in their time. So they're used to just about anything that you're afraid of. Go up to them and find out what the microphone is they're expecting you to use and choose accordingly. If you would like a hands-free microphone, it's highly likely that there will be such a thing. If there is a podium microphone, make sure you figure out what happens if you move away from it so that you know what your effective range is. The IT guys will check the sound levels for you so that your good speaking voice will be heard effectively. Remember, for some people, that may be they need to turn things down. But also, for some people who speak very quietly, they can turn the volume up. They will set you up as effectively as they can. Check that everything works. Take no one's word for it. Plug in whatever you need to have plugged in, if that is your laptop and your connector and your slide changer, and test that every single slide and transition works. I cannot emphasize this enough. It's more important if you are putting a USB into someone else's computer that you check everything is there. Remember that you may have a more up-to-date version of the software than the organizers have provided. It may be that fonts that you have downloaded are not available on the presentation computer. It may be that the animations that worked in your version don't work on this. That is essential to know before you oh, turn to the next slide and find it's all disastrous. And if you've arrived sufficiently early, then you can put Plan B into action. Plan B, I would suggest, also involves a PDF file of your presentation. That's static images.
so that any animation is taken out and you just have the bare essentials of what you need. But having turned up early, you will feel more confident when you step onto the stage. Run through in the break and make sure that it works. And here's a top tip from someone who's failed to do so. Make sure you get back to the beginning of your presentation rather than finishing on your finished slide as a starting slide. Having introduced yourself to the chairman, look around and find a friend. I would strongly suggest finding someone that you can look at in the audience. It could be the organiser, but ask them to sit with you and help calm your nerves. Trust me, this helps a lot. Having met the chairman, tested your IT, you are now ready to go. Go for a P. Seriously, go for a P now. You do not need that pressure on your mind waiting for your presentation. Make sure that you are comfortable with your dress, makeup, whatever it is that you need to have, and sit in the audience and then wait for the break to finish. Don't be coming in late because you'll find your best seat has been taken. Sit down and try to relax. Make sure you know when your talk is coming up relative to the talks ahead of you and concentrate. Concentrate not on your presentation, but on the presentations that are being given. Take special note of what is happening. Can you hear the speaker? Is the lighting weird? Are there problems with the slide changer? Is the audience able to hear what is being said? That will allow you to focus your thoughts other than on your presentation until it comes to the presentation before yours. This is the point where you need to start concentrating again and bring yourself back to that centre, that place where you're calm and you are able then to deliver. Control your breathing. Most of us, when we're anxious, breathe too fast. So work on slowing your breathing down. Any way that works for you, but the good tips of breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth over a longer period of time than you do normally helps to get you back into the place of control. As the previous speaker is clearly coming to the end, practice your introduction. That's the key. Practice your introduction again and again, and then as the previous speaker finishes, applaud. Applaud loudly. That simple movement will momentarily distract you. The physicality of it will get you into a better place, and then you can settle down for your introduction. As you're introduced, stand up and walk confidently to the stage. Once you're behind the microphone, stand up, tall, and smile. Take a second. Seconds cost the audience nothing and are of so much value to a speaker. Look out into the audience, find your friend, look into their eyes, breathe in, smile again, ladies and gentlemen. And you're away. With your practice introduction, you will start to flow. Things to concentrate on whilst you are speaking are speaking more slowly. The reality is that when we're nervous, we speak far too quickly and people can hardly understand what we're saying. So slow up the pace 
of your presentation. It feels unnatural at first, but actually just a little bit slower will calm you down and the audience will engage nicely with that. Now, speaking of engagement, I think there is a real value in visually engaging the audience. Scan the audience. Look for people and hold their gaze for more than two or three seconds. It's a real mistake that some people develop in scanning above the heads of the audience. Because actually what that does with the constant movement is generates more fear in your eye that someone might actually look at you. The reality is converse. Actually holding someone's gaze as you speak to them will give you human contact. And that contact will calm you. Speak to someone else. And you will find it becomes more of a conversation and this will further ease your nerves. When there is a natural pause in the steps within your presentation, smile. Physically smile. Because the smile will lighten your voice and make you relax further. Remember, the audience is on your side. They want you to deliver your presentation. And even if you have made a mistake that they are aware of, they still want you to carry on. They want you to carry on and finish. Check out the blog post earlier on the Nobel Prize. The most important thing, as we've said frequently, is that you finish well. You know the denouement of your talk, the punchline, the thing you want people to take away. So make sure that you build appropriately to that. Deliver it with strength and pace. And finish. Smile. And accept the applause. Speaking in public is difficult. The best advice I can give you is that you practice and practice and practice. And remember when you step onto the stage that the audience, more than you, wants you to do well. Remember that P3, the delivery of your presentation, is just as important as P1 and P2. There's no value in a presentation if you can't deliver it. And so practice. Get yourself to the point at which you give of your best. <laughs>